You're watching Calf Kick Sports Podcast. Good afternoon, folks, and thanks for joining us. My name is Tim Wheaton with Calf Kick Sports, and today we have a fighter joining us. He's going to be making his one championship debut. Really long-awaited debut, I think we can safely say. It's been a minute. He's going to be fighting at one on Prime Video for upcoming on November 18th. Eddie Silky Smooth Abisolo. How are you doing today, man? I'm good. I'm good, man. How you doing? Oh, man, you know me. I'm hanging out, doing the usual stuff. Man, you've been all over the place. We're talking boxing, Muay Thai. Uh, like, the, the, I actually have to read off like how many places you fought and competed. WBC, WMC, MTGP, line fights, even a Bellator fight at one point. How does it feel now being in one championship and making your debut? Oh, man, it's it feels surreal. You know, um, I've wanted to, to compete and be a part of the one roster for, for quite a while now you know and to finally be here i feel like ain't no better time than now man it worked out really well it was a good timing for it flying over to singapore it's a big one this is a big one you're kicking off the whole event it feels good right yeah oh man it feels good uh actually being the first fight because after i fight i get to enjoy the show i get to you know watch everyone else (laughs) you can get some snacks and just enjoy the show i think that's the best part and it should be a good one there's some other good muay thai on the card as well aside from your own fight rod tang will be fighting joseph lasiri on it as well do you have a prediction or any thoughts of that fight uh no man it's, it's hard to call you know what i mean it's a banger. It's a banger, two champions. But you're going to be debuting in lightweight Muay Thai. Uh, how's training coming along? How's the weight? Tell us everything leading up to this fight. Everything is actually smooth. This is, I mean, I probably say this every fight, but this is the best camp I've I've ever been in. You know what I mean? Uh, it's the best I've ever felt. Uh, and it, yeah, that's I, just summing it all up. You know, I, I'm loving every minute of it. Man, it sounds like this is a celebration leading into it. This is good news, but everything's healthy. And the knee, I know for a while you were having some issues, but the knee is 100%. No no worries there, correct? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, man. I'm totally 100%. Um, the fact that I didn't have to cut too much weight, I feel like that contributes to to my body, you know, just doing what I ask when I ask and not having to worry about uh running it into the ground or, or any injuries or anything like that. Oh man, living the good life. And you're going to be facing Liam Nolan on this event. He's a British Muay Thai fighter. Any thoughts on this or any game plan for him or any trash talk or anything like that? <laughs> I'm not really much of a trash talker. You know, uh, I, I let my performance speak for itself. Um, but the thing is, I'm just going there like every other fight. Uh, obviously I've, did my homework on Liam. Uh, whenever I have a fight coming up, the person that I'm fighting for the next two or three months becomes my favorite fighter. You know, I, I watch them, uh, you know, I, 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 day and night, day and night, I, I'm all over it. Um, I got, matter of fact. Tell me, tell me what's going on. Like, let me show you something. Whenever I, turn on my phone i got him right there staring no. at me. you know what i mean just in case man just in case just in case i ever turn on my phone and i want to you know bullshit or anything like that it like he's staring at me you know so it's like uh he's my favorite fighter you know for the next uh two weeks as well you know what i mean <laughs> man, i have never seen that i've never seen a fighter do that before but it's a genius idea whenever you're like you said gonna go do some bullshit he's right there on your phone keeping you straight yeah. he's keeping you motivated 
yeah i love that man is this the first fight that you've done that or have you always done that uh i've always done that i've always done that you know uh so when they're standing right in front of me it's like i've seen them a million times because uh from time to time before earlier on in my career yeah when i was stand in front of the person you know like at the face off or whatever i'd get uh maybe butterflies or something like this. Like, man, they're right here. You know what I mean? But then when I'm staring at the person every day and they're staring right back at me, it's just like, man, I know you, I know you. What's up, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I love this. You already have mental control over like controlling your nerves going into a fight. And that's because you, you have been fighting for quite some time. You, you started at 17. Is that correct? Um, I started training at 21, 21, but you were, you were kind of like in the, in, in the, fight world a little bit before is that correct um i i did a little bit of boxing okay. um around that time around 17 18 mm-hmm. i did uh kaji kempo you know karate when i was uh a kid like five to eight you know what i mean so i i've always been around martial arts yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that that makes a lot of sense and i want to ask about liam as well like you he's your phone background he's uh i mean he's your next opponent but it really doesn't sound like what is the philosophy and every fighter differs you don't see him as your enemy at all is this just like a co-worker to you is that how you see your opponents <laughs> um yeah something like that you know when i went to thailand uh and you know i got to watch a couple fights out there and mm-hmm. i'm looking at the the people who are about to fight it, it wasn't really too emotional you know like it is out here in america you know out here it was it's always like oh i gotta get in his head i gotta you know what i mean sometimes we get in our own heads trying to get in their head uh but you know they were just relaxed sitting right next to each other watching the fight before the, beforehand you know and, and it was just there was really no emotions because in I didn't get a chance to talk to them. Obviously, they were getting ready to fight. But from what I picked from it was that, okay, they're going to go in there. And no matter what is said, no matter no matter what is said or how it's said, uh, they're going to have to go in there and prove it. You know what I mean? Like, we're going to find out once we get in there. So really, for me, it was just extra energy that wasn't really needed. You know, for me, it's a test. Uh, plus, it's funny the people that I enter the ring with, it's like we share something that I haven't shared with anyone else in my life, you know, because fighting is just pure raw emotion. You can't, you can't lie. You can't fake it. Whatever. If you're a coward, it'll show. If you're courageous, it'll show. You know, if you have will, if you have heart, it'll, it'll show. Like you can't lie. You can't, again, you can't fake it. So me and the person that I shared the ring with is, probably know more about each other and know each other more than some of the our oldest friends you know what i mean uh so for me it's just like all right cool i'm gonna go in there and liam he's a game opponent so i know he's gonna bring out the best in me and uh i'm gonna find something something about myself you know while i'm in there with him and like emotion also trying to control my emotions and if i go in there emotional i won't be able to perform as well as I would like to. But you, you brought up a really good thing. And I got goosebumps from you talking about that. Because it's absolutely true that, like, it's a weird thing to define. But, like, the the people, uh, it's not about me. This isn't about me. But, like, the, when I was in amateur boxing, the guys that I fought, like, man, I still talk to those guys. 
Like you kind of make a bond for life of like, I don't like this person I'm in awe of, of like, he did that to me and I'm doing that to him. And like, holy crap, I don't know what it is, but like even years on, like I still follow these guys that I fought, but it is a weird thing. And like you said, it's a little bit hard to define. I'm like, I don't know what it is, but we shared that moment and it's, it's unbreakable. Right. Yeah. 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 And like growing growing up, like even in high school or not just high school, but just school period or just growing up, um, some of our best friends, some of my best friends, and I know a few people like relationships developed this way as well. It's like the first time we met each other, we hated each other. You know what I mean? And -hmm. like, or we fought or this and that. And then going through that and sharing that, it's just like, man, that's my dude now. You know what I mean? But it's a funny thing because yeah like before the fight and, and like you said the guys in thailand nakmoys are surprisingly friendly to each other like it's almost a very cordial like you wouldn't know these two guys could be like shopping together for from what you could you know what i mean and but they're going to war but but like you said in in a lot of western combat sports it does seem like i hate this guy i hate his family i hate his kids like why yeah. who cares like you make money from this guy you kind of like him right yeah <laughs> It seems like a waste of energy. Is that is that accurate to say? Yeah, for for me it is. Uh, for some people it works. You know, some people have to get there mentally, and that's how they're able to perform at their highest potential. But for me, it like it, it just doesn't work for me. <laughs> no, and, and everyone's different. Whatever you find motivation of in the cage or in the circle absolutely absolutely on point. And speaking of different attitudes, a lot of fighters have different attitudes to having their family watch. Do, do your kids? Do you allow your kids to watch you compete? Uh yeah. Um what what's the philosophy behind that? Well it's just trying uh I don't really have like a very deep philosophy over that. You know, I just let them watch because um I I'm confident in myself, you know, it's not I don't feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna go into a fight and be brutally wrecked. You know, I, I know I work on my defense enough to where I know I, even if I may not win a fight, I know I can at least keep myself safe. And say I get knocked out, which I never have, uh, knock on wood, but you, I'm going to wake up, you know what I mean? I'm going to go for it again. Yeah, at the end of the day, it is just sport. It is it is sport. It's a, it's a good thing to watch. It's fun to watch. Who were some of the fighters that you looked up to when you were a young man or some of the fighters that you watched that motivated you to get into the sport? Uh, Samart, uh, Samrock, uh, John Sinong, you know, who is someone that I've been working with for, I'd say, about a little over a year, almost two years now, and which is surreal you know what I mean? Because um, if I could ask anyone, like, what do you love to do? Like, what's your favorite hobby? What's your craft? What What is something that you just absolutely love to do? Who is someone that you look up to in that craft? Like, and if you can just have that person just, you know, teach you how to do what you love to do, uh, like, picture that. It's crazy, you know? <laughs> that it would be like i'm kind of into hip-hop so i'll get the wu-tang clan to teach me how to rap like what no right? that, that doesn't just happen but it's happening to you yeah man so it's like i literally i feel like right now this moment um i'm the everything that i have in in place in my life i'm living the dream you know i'm fighting for one i got johnson on in my corner you know it's like what else can i ask for 
man, life is going good for you. And now you were looking up to those fighters. Now there's going to be a lot of people who are looking up to you. What advice would you pass on to them? What what advice would you give to the next generation of fighters? Uh, to the next generation of fighters is um, fall in love with training. Don't fall in love with the fight. Like the fight comes. The, the majority, as fighters, the majority of our life is training. You know what I mean? Like, uh, say we get two months, three months of camp. That's two or three months that we're dedicated to training. The fight is only about 15 to 20 minutes, you know? But the majority is training. And if we dread training and just look towards the fight, it's over like that. You know, it's over before we know it. And more times than not, after the fight, we're like, man, I just want to get in there again. It just happens so fast. Uh if, if we fall in love with training and uh, not so much the fight, I mean, obviously we got to love the fight, but if we fall in love with training, everything else would just fall into place. Not, not necessarily worrying about the money. The money will come, you know? Uh, yeah. Fall in love with training and don't worry about the money because I'd rather, it's something that Dave Chappelle said too. Uh, I think it, it was a story he said about his dad and um, he said if he can make uh, a nine to five salary doing comedy then he'd be happy and he'd be living his dream you know what I mean we don't have to make a million dollars I just got to make enough to make a living and I'll be happy Jeez, I just get goosebumps listening to you man like I, I, I it... <laughs> Uh, you're, you're an amazing speaker i just love hearing this kind of stuff and it's raw honest stuff and that's what we w- really want to hear from people where do you see your envisioning yourself five years from now 10 years from now how do you see yourself um i five years from now i still see myself fighting you know i'm 36 i probably i'd be 41 i still see myself fighting you know uh john wayne parr uh, inspires me, you know what I mean? Because like he, he's doing it and he's doing it well. Uh, 10 years from now, man, I don't know. I don't know. I, I know regardless of what where I'm at, I want to be contributing to my kids' dreams, mm-hmm. you know, putting my time into them. Uh, right now I'm at the stage to where I'm trying, instead of telling them, you know, chase your dreams and do what you love. Uh, I'm trying to be that example because it's hard to to say that and then not do it myself. You know what I mean? Like I, I want to prove through example and show that it's not easy. As, as a matter of fact, living your dream is 10 times harder than than not chasing it. But the passion is what makes it easier and, and tolerable. You know what I mean? It's not always a for sure thing. There, it does constantly go like this, but when it does come up here, it's worth, the, the, the highs are worth the lows. You know what I mean? Um, so that's where I'm at right now. 10 years from now, I can create this, this platform and tell them and show them like, remember when I went through that? Remember when I was at my low? You know, like, keep going, keep going. Like, you'll reach it. Stay the course, you know? So let me ask you, on on following your dreams, it is a very challenging thing to do. And I think a lot of people struggle because they have to, It's you're betting, not you, not you specifically, anyone who follows their dream, you're having to bet on yourself. 
And that's a really scary thing to do. How do you push through when you're low? How do you keep your confidence high when things are, you know, sometimes there are downs, like for two years, nobody could fight, no one could fight in front of a crowd. Like there's, there's challenging moments. How do you push through those times? Me personally, it's, uh, it's, it, it is a lot of faith, you know, and faith is when things are completely dark and completely foggy. It's easy to have faith when things are going well in your way and you, you know, I mean, you don't have to worry about nothing financially. Uh, you're completely healthy and, and everything. But faith is when things, when you feel completely lost. It's like stay in the course. You know what I mean? Don't going off, uh, not going off course. No matter what I went through, I never let go of Muay Thai. Even if I was only able to hold on to it by a thread, I never let it go. You know, uh, because it's something that that fulfills me. You know what I mean? Just like you say, you're a hip hop guy. No matter what, no matter how you're feeling, no matter how low you may feel, or uh, whether you're making hip hop or listening to hip hop, like it, it always takes you to that place and, and makes you forget about everything, even if it's just for a moment. You know what I mean? Uh, it, it is a lot of faith and trusting this faith. I, I just always felt there's something waiting for me at the end of this. You know what I mean? Even if I don't, I don't know what it is, but I know there's something waiting for me at the end of this journey of Muay Thai, you know? Mm-hmm. And it it's not... I'm not saying there's something waiting for me as in it's money or something like that. I just know that I'm going to leave a legacy that's that kind of like how Tupac said, I may not change the world, but I'll spark the mind of the one that does. That's that's exactly right. That's exactly right. And like, you got people around you, you got your family, you're motivating. And at this point, you're motivating a lot more people out there. And Eddie, it, it's amazing to see this journey. We're on it with you. We got your back in this one. You're going to be fighting on November 18th at one on prime video Four. last word. Eddie goes to you. Shout out who you need to shout out any sponsors or anything like that. Go ahead, sir. Uh, dang, I, I, I don't have the list of my sponsors in front of me. So I... message me. I'll put their links down below. Don't worry about it. All right, that. sweet. Yeah, I'll do that. But I do want to give a shout out to, you know, my parents, my brothers, my sisters, uh, my family, everyone at the resistance, you know, uh, and just everyone that that supports me, you know, because I get messages and, and, and all that stuff. I really appreciate everyone and, and all their support because in times of when it does feel low, like these are the things that drive me to keep going. Eddie, it's, I really do appreciate your time and best of luck in the upcoming fight, sir. Hey, thanks, brother. I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much.